entrepreneurship doesn't just mean oh, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and then start something else. Like, you can take some baby steps into things and it doesn't have to be so scary. From Comcast NBC Universal Lift Labs, it's Ideas Elevated, the podcast for entrepreneurs that inspires and elevates innovative products to their full potential. I'm Danielle Kahn, head of Lift Labs, and today Luke Butler and I are dishing out an episode from Philly Tech Week. Fortune reports female founders received only 2.2% of VC dollars in 2018, the same as the year prior. So conversations among women in startup communities everywhere are keeping this gap top of mind. Jen Mayer is the CEO over at 1776, a business incubator, and Kiera Smalls founded City Fit Girls, a fitness club for women. Both lead Philly Startup Leaders, the city's network of tech startups. We join the conversation live from Philly's Entrepreneur Expo. So both of you are women in charge of your organizations. You have your own companies, and then you are also leading Philly Startup Leaders as the president and as the executive director. You know, I think we all will say that it's still unfortunate that you're in the minority in terms of numbers of women leading actually at the head of an organization. We're going to keep pushing for movement there. But why do you think it still is that there are still in 2019 fewer women at the very top? And how can we change it? Jen, do you want to take this first? Not to get too heavy, just to dive in, but I, I think a lot of it's the problems of the systemic issues. Um, it's exposure to being a, in a, in a C-level suite, to running an organization. When you don't see a lot of women that are able to do that, it's not something that you think about at, when you're younger, that that's something that you're going to aspire to be. So I think that's part of it. And I think that only you know, more recently have we really pushed the younger generations to think that there is no limit, that the glass ceiling doesn't exist, and that they can get there to the top. So I completely agree. Um, I think that the tides are changing and that there's a lot more that are rising. And I hope that we can, here and I can serve as role models for the next generation that's coming up, uh, because that, that's what I think it's really about, of having the exposure to seeing female leaders and seeing them be able to balance their whole life and lead a company and be really passionate about and it. And Jen, you're you're actually the first female president of Philly Startup Leaders. True story. And as somebody who used to be on the board, and every year there would be women who were asked in some cases and turned it down. What made you say yes to being being the president of the the largest organization, mostly volunteer organization of startups in Philadelphia. What made you say yes and take the time out? That's a volunteer role for you. What made you say yes to that? Uh, three reasons. One, I had served on the board for a year prior, so I was super excited about the direction that the organization was headed and really wanted to be a huge part of taking it to the next level. I'd started with PSL on my entrepreneurial journey back in 2010. Um, that was part of the second reason of, you know, we had gotten to a certain point. So for personally, it was kind of to rise up and as I was part of it. And the third, I would say, really is the most important reason was Pierre being the executive director. We had had a great working relationship as a board member. I knew she was somebody that was thinking outside the box, always thinking about pushing moving forward, 
always thinking about how we were getting the organization and all of the community that we serve to the next level. So it, she was a huge part of knowing that I'd be able to work hand in hand with her. And Kiera, you, in taking this job at PSL, that was a transition for you from a different, a different sector, from the transportation world into technology. Talk a little bit about that change, why you wanted to work in the startup community, and then in your role as executive director, what's, what's come naturally to you? What have you enjoyed about that leadership role? Two things come to mind. One, a few years ago, I started City Fit Girls, or I co-founded City Fit Girls, and so I myself am an my, my entrepreneur and a founder, and have just always been interested in figuring out a way to build a successful company um, since starting City Fit Girls. At that same time, I was working in the transportation industry, and uh, it's interesting because we were talking about innovation in like bike share and transportation, and I said to myself in like 2015, I said, I wonder if Lyft or Uber will get into this bike share game. And I had some people say like, that's ridiculous, that won't ever happen. And then in 2018, uh, Lyft acquired the largest uh, bike share operator in this country for 250 million. And so I said, oh no, I gotta go. <laughs> you know, I was like, the tech industry is where it's at. Uh, to, to share ideas and whether they sound ridiculous or not, that you're amongst different people who are like, let's try it anyway, or let's see what could happen. So I got really excited by that. And then I saw this opportunity with Philly Startup Leaders come out. And for me, it's interesting because for, to be an entrepreneur, I get most excited that I'm able to understand, you know, some of the challenges that the founders go through, right? I can say, you know, I've either had that experience or I know where you know, I can refer them to someone who can help them. So I really love that I get to, I feel like work amongst my people, you know, if you will, in terms of entrepreneurs looking to, to solve a problem. And so that's what excites me about this role and, and makes it just kind of a natural fit for me. Yeah. What's been the hardest part of the job? You know, I think the hardest is figuring out a way to make sure that new emerging startups feel included and feel welcomed into the world of technology and you know into um, the startup you know ecosystem in Philadelphia, a lot of them are they're scared, they're nervous, they're you know they uh, they doubt themselves, but they're curious and they have energy and they want to feel welcomed. And you know the beauty of PSL is that we have a lot of founders who are more experienced who are within the network and looking to give back. So we're lucky within the PSL realm to be able to support those emerging entrepreneurs, but it's hard to see them navigate and, you know, <laughs> uh, try to figure out how, you know, where their place is in this world so that they can build their company. So it's uh, maybe more bittersweet than it is hard, but, you know, thankfully at PSL, we, we have the resources to help them. So neither of you really started going into tech, right? That wasn't where you started from. You ended up in leadership roles in tech, building companies, leading companies. But for those who are, you know, now in your old shoes, and, and I came from the same thing, right? I was from travel and tourism and, and moved into tech, pivoted into tech. What kind of advice would you give for people who are listening and they hear what's happening in the background and they're like, I want to be a part of the startup ecosystem in Philadelphia or in any city that they're listening in. What's the advice that you would give to them? How do you get involved? What's the, what are the first steps of getting involved in a tech ecosystem in a city like Philadelphia? So two thoughts come to mind. So when we think about, uh, you know, that person who wants to get involved, the thing that comes to mind for me is to, to obviously like show up, find out where you can 
attend events, uh, workshops, programs, right? Learn about the resources, such as like what Comcast Lift Labs is doing, uh, and get that information. Uh, and then obviously spread it out to others as well, right? So show up, do some research, and just immerse yourself in this world. I think on the flip side of that, you know, I also want to put the onus on the ones who are already here and doing this work, and how can we do more in terms of promoting all of this and making sure that this information is getting to as many people as possible. We know that word of mouth is credibly, um, incredibly important uh, with PSL and otherwise, and so how can we also make sure that we're meeting people where they are to bring them in as well? I have to echo the beginning of that, of the participation is a huge part of it. Uh, especially in Philadelphia, it's a welcoming ecosystem. It's the city of brotherly and sisterly love, and the PSL events are open and accessible. Entrepreneur Expo is a free event for people to come and attend, so it's pretty easy to get involved in the ecosystem in a very low-lift way and just understand who the players are. And I think that exists for even a lot of the other cities that I visited and, and been a part of their ecosystem. And the other part is... For the people that are in maybe prior careers that are non-tech or in current careers that are non-tech, like we all were, that entrepreneurship doesn't just mean, oh, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and then start something else. Like You can take some baby steps into things and it doesn't have to be so scary that it's going to upheave your life the next day. I worked my full-time job for four years before when we had started the company. I don't highly suggest that, but you can have a transition period. You can start to get involved. It's it's difficult and it's tough, um, but your personal circumstances don't need to limit you, regardless of what they are. When I was trying to make the transition into this in this sector as well, I sought out people that that did the sorts of jobs that I wanted to do or worked in the sorts of organizations that that I wanted to to work in and look and people I looked up to as role models. Um, who are some of the folks that, that you would recommend if, if somebody's trying to break into the, the Philly tech scene? Who are the, the people that you look up to as role models or, or some of maybe the younger folks that you think are emerging leaders in the, in the city? For me, it's actually the, the hit list of people is really revolves around PSL. Almost every single person that I would name have, has held a board position within PSL or a president or chairman. It's the Bob Moores, the Rick Nucci's, the, the Danielle's that um, have, have been a part of the ecosystem, have given back at that step. They're the best people to go to because they've already shown a willingness to be a part of the ecosystem, volunteer their hours to build up young and budding entrepreneurs. So that's the list for me. They've all been great mentors and uh, have given great advice and are always willing to lend an ear. Yeah, I agree. And I also think about, you know, Kaiga Tiaga from The Item. I think about Sylvester Moby from um, Coded by Kids and the work that they do publicly, but then in private to talk to people and make sure that they feel welcomed and included in the tech space. Anyone who has gone through like the PSL programming, uh, maybe graduated from some of our programs and, you know, are further along than they were a year ago or three years ago, and then they're looking to connect with people. So definitely, like Jen said, the PSL network. We travel around the country. I think you both do as well. We hear the same questions that, or hear the same stories from cities that are startup cities. What really sets Philadelphia's startup scene apart from every other city in the United States? Why is Philadelphia the place where startups can thrive? We had talked probably like six months ago, Kiera and I, about looking at other organizations like PSL in other cities and things that they were doing well and things they weren't doing well. We actually couldn't find a lot of corollaries. There's not nonprofits that are not attached to 
an organization or a city or have any um, other outside forces that are solely their standalone ind independent nonprofit that is solely there to build the ecosystem focused on current and future founders and tech, but also some non-tech entrepreneurs. That didn't exist. Those corollaries aren't in other markets. So when you have events like this, again, that are free and open to the public, and when you have uh, a series of events that PSL runs all year, uh, in terms of the Founders 101 for people that just want to get started, the Accelerator for people that are you know beyond the idea stage and then just getting started to grow their company, down to the social events of the, you know the CEO happy hours for the more established entrepreneurs, that doesn't exist in a lot of other markets um, that I've been to. So I think that that's really important. Uh, and it goes without saying the location of Philadelphia. I mean, you're a train ride from New York, a train ride to DC. You can train or take a really short flight up to Boston. It's so centrally located. And I basically split my time between Philadelphia and DC, but my family's based in Philadelphia because it's 50% cheaper for me to live here than it is in any of the other markets that I just talked about. So, and But it's also just super accessible and we have a great food scene. We just won best restaurant in the I know, country. Um, so, and so there's all these undercover things and there's an incredible talent pipeline that exists in Philadelphia because of the great um, higher education institutions and then also because of the great programs like Sylvester Mobley's doing with Coded by Kids that we're training up um, tech entrepreneurs so there's a really good talent pipeline for engineers and programmers that want to be part of the ecosystem as well. Fantastic. Great. So this is the Ideas Elevated podcast, part of Comcast, NBC, Universal, Lyft Labs. We are live at Philly Tech Week Entrepreneur Expo here at the Fillmore. And thanks for listening. And thank you both for being our guest today. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. For more info and to find us on social, head to ComcastNBCULift.com or check out the show notes. Ideas Elevated is a Q9 production. This episode was produced by my friend Kevin Schmidlin with associate production by Angela Gervasi and Lauren Hunter, editing by Max Graham, and theme music by The Last Generation on Film. From Lift Labs, I'm Danielle Kahn. Until next time. <laughs>